0: Adventure, the quest for peace. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever it is, wherever you are, but you are probably in your house as we are. Good day to you. My name is Malachi and I am joined as always by... Hollywood Fletch. Hollywood Fletch, how are you feeling today in your in your isolation zone?
1: I think um I think I'm going mad. Why, what's what's going on? I've been trying to work out ways around things in my current situation. So obviously, what with me being in isolation at the moment? There's a lot of things I don't have access to. So I've been trying to find workarounds for stuff like that. Okay, such as Well, for instance. What with me being stuck inside with no human contact? I've not been getting laid as often. So what I've done is I've gone on the internet and I found out how to summon a succubus so I can fuck it.
0: Where have you uh, sourced this black magic knowledge from? I just Googled
1: it. I found a blog online that just had all the info on it. It was really good. And uh, I'm pleased to say it worked.
0: Is it going well?
1: Yeah, I... uh... I called upon the mother of all succubi to send me one and I met Bethine. She's very intense.
0: I can imagine. (laughs) And we
1: had a great time. The only problem is now I do have the demon clap. So that's a bit of a downer. So like every time I jerk off, I just have ghosts flying out of my dick and making more of a mess than usual. So it's not so great. Mm. Well, that's,
0: that's what you get if you, if you mess around with the dark arts and uh, voodoo and such. You know what I mean? If you don't really know what you're doing. Well, do you it know,
1: it works. It worked. Well, but, you know, now, now I've got to go and see the village witch about this to get this cured somehow. And she's mad at me anyway because I stamped all over her frogs.
0: Uh, leeches, mate. Leeches is what you want. Whack a, whack a couple of leeches on it. Oh, OK. I'll try that tonight it extracts the badness through its tiny teeth (laughs) okay awesome yeah so we're doing another one on skype because it's the end of the world and we're not we're not uh everyone's isolated so we're doing we're going to try and do do a a normal tuesday episode over the phone (laughs) and we'll see how that goes oh this
1: is gonna suck isn't it
0: i don't know we'll see (laughs) we'll see So then, Fletcher, what are we doing this week on this glorious day, this Tuesday in isolation?
1: Superman 4, A Quest for Peace.
0: Superman 4, The Quest for Peace from 1987. It's a classic, this. Did you enjoy it, Fletcher?
1: Oh, you know me. I love superhero films. They're like my favourite genre.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I actually saw this at the cinema when I was a kid. Oh, yeah? uh, When it came out, yeah. And it was the first time I remember hearing my dad swear was coming out of this film, and he said, that was fucking shit uh, (laughs) at whatever age I was in 1987. Yeah, Yeah. first time I ever heard my dad swear was coming out after this film. But yeah, and it's a canon. We love a canon, mate.
1: Oh, canon films. Didn't we watch a documentary about this?
0: We did. We we did. Well, Superman 4, there's a lot lot of uh, trivia involved with it. It is a canon, and also it is shot mostly in the UK. In Milton Keynes, where they shot Pandemonium, which is a film that was talked about on our Friday night show quite a bit, Um, the guys from from Myco, it's actually in the same little industrial area that they shot Superman for. The UN is Milton Keynes' train station. So, Were you familiar with the Superman films from the 80s anyway, Fletch, or uh, is that something that you watched as a kid?
1: No, never. I always thought Superman was really lame, so I didn't watch any superman films no. like the thing i remember from when i was a kid was the tv show
0: oh lois and clark
1: yeah the adventures of lois and clark that's yeah. that's the superman that i remember
0: this is the superman i remember this is this is uh, obviously because i'm a bit older than you like i say i actually saw this one in the cinema
1: right
0: i own it on dvd this one uh, this one <laughs> i've actually got i think i've got a few copies of it Yeah, Uh, yeah, I've got got a box set and I've got the actual DVD of this one. Uh, It is available, if you do fancy watching this one, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) it is available on uh, Sky Movies. It's on Now TV, so if you're paying for Sky Movies, you might as well watch Superman 4. (laughs) There's a bit of a story behind this one as well. Apparently, Christopher Reeve, who's in this, obviously in the first three Superman films as well, uh, he'd he'd hung up the boots. He wasn't going to be Superman no more. He pulled an Affleck. He said, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it, mate. He was actually touched by a letter that he got from a child, which was about nuclear war. He basically put that into the film. And it's a canon film, so it is not quite as good as all the other Superman films, really, is it? I mean, they, we'll get into it, but despite the special effects in this film are diabolical. Um, to be honest,
1: I wouldn't know. This is literally the only Superman film I've ever
0: watched. Ever? You didn't watch Batman vs Superman? No. Why not? It's really good. Is it? I mean, is it? It is. I enjoyed it. It's a kids' film. Love it for what it is, Fletch. The world is a horrible place. There's I'll stop literally... using that
1: stupid kids' films argument. I heard that this, I heard that the conflict in that film got resolved because they had mums with the same name. Is that true?
0: Batman versus Superman. Yeah, both called Martha. Yeah. That's, and what? That's stupid. Right, okay. It's stupid, is it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you been watching anything while you've been in isolation? Well, or yeah. I was just trying that? to
1: watch. I was just trying to watch Mother with Javier Bardem and what's the face, J Law, and that was really good. And then you called and interrupted it.
0: Well, you knew this was happening, so I started. I watched that program about the Tiger Man on Netflix that everyone's been going on about. I got Netflix yesterday, got it back because I'm trapped in the house. So you know, there's something else to watch, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, watch that Tiger show. Watch the whole thing. Crazy Tiger people.
1: I've got uh, a special edition of Don't Look Now on DVD that I'm looking at oh. right now.
0: Oh, don't look at it. Why? Look at it now. Don't look now.
1: I might put, I might put it on, actually.
0: Don't put it on when we're doing the podcast, no, because I, I think I'm on, I might watch that myself but find it on a shonky website or something.
1: Don't, don't do that.
0: Well, I don't own it, Fletch. I yeah? can't throw it off you, can I, because of, the, S- because of the virus, because of the end of the world. Stop stealing. I'm not stealing. I'm not stealing. You do, you turn,
1: do you want me to turn my webcam on and then I can just put it facing the telly and it'd be like we're watching it together?
0: Oh, we'll do that later. Yeah, we could do that later. Yeah. We'll do that after we've, uh, we've done this. If I sound
1: distracted during this, it's probably because I'm playing my PS4.
0: Are you really playing your PS4? Because <laughs> I've, I've just spent like three hours writing this fucking episode. <laughs> uh, then no. <coughs> right. Okay, then. Enjoy. All right, Superman 4, it's a canon. It's a canon. Fucking canon. Why do you love canon films so much? I love canon films because they're just slightly wrong. I, I don't know. I, I like Masters of the Universe. I like this. Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Invaders oh. Wars, You know, uh, Bloodsport was a canon, mate. Was it? Yeah. That film's near perfect. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. The true life story of um, Frank Dux. So, so are you,
1: so are you telling me that the other Superman films aren't
0: like this? No, they're not. No, nothing like this. Really? Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is a, a a lovely example of a bad, bad sequel. Superman Three is fucking amazing. I love it. It's bonkers, but it's like it's good. The first two are great, but this one is uh, not great. And there's a fifth one that's got Kevin Spacey in it playing uh, Lex Luther. That Superman Returns. Uh, but that one's not very good because he's got a kid in that one.
1: Oh, it's Gene crazy. Hackman's in this one, though, isn't
0: he? Gene Hackman, yeah, Gene Hackman. He's the best Lex Luthor that's ever been. Really? I think so, yeah.
1: I tell you what, I was reading about Gene Hackman earlier, and did you know, like in 2001, he got into a fist fight? Who with? some He, he rear ended someone in the street, and the guy got out his car, and uh, Gene Hackman, he's 71 years old at this point. Uh, the guy gets out of his car and he starts bollocking Gene Hapman And Gene Hapman just kind of goes, fuck this, and just starts punching him. Yeah. Apparently his mate had to get out of the car and kick him in the bollocks to subdue him.
0: Oh, like a, like a rabid dog.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he had to just boot him in the balls to just stop him raging.
0: <laughs> right. Let's get on with it then. Superman 4 begins in space. It's a Russian spacecraft in orbit with a man singing my way in Russian fixing stuff. He's there faffing around on the outside of a space station, and his mates are like, just stop singing. Just You'll do singing. Do the singing at home. And he says, ha, my wife tells me when I'm at home to do the singing in space. Before he even notices, a big fucking great piece of space flotsam knocks him off his perch, and he's gone. He's no longer doing space decorating on the outside of the fucking Russian Sputnik. He's flying off into the void, into the black void of space, Fletch. Don't worry, though, because Superman's flying about in space. He saves him. He flies off. He gets him from the distance and he brings him back. And he says, you're better off staying in there, staying in the spaceship with all these other Russian fellas. And he shuts the door and he flies off to Smallville because he's got to sell his house.
1: So are you a big Superman fan, Malachi?
0: Yeah, yeah, as a kid, yeah, I I loved the Superman films.
1: So is this what he does? Does he just hang around in space?
0: Not really, no, but in this one, yeah, luckily, luckily he was. He was just hanging about, just having a bit of a look about, and he's like, oh, there's a Russian fella floating about. He's not supposed to be there. Mm. Luckily, he sorts it out because he's got to go back because it turns out since the last lot of films, his parents are dead now. Yeah, I, I can't remember happening. But I probably watched the Superman films the last time when I was about 12. He's gone back to the farm to sell the family farm. You notice here that this, uh, again, not, this is not Kansas, Fletch. This is just outside Milton Keynes in a field. Is it? Yeah. You can tell by the, fa- the fact that the barn is flat and non-three-dimensional is a bit of a giveaway as well. It's almost, when I was a kid, I used to go to the American Adventure theme park. hmm it's almost like the bit where they used to do the uh, cowboy shootouts. <laughs> it's just a flat building, the barn. The real estate agent comes over and he's like, Clark, we're going to have to, we'll, we'll just knock the fucking farm down. Nobody wants a farm. And Clark's like, look, I don't want another supermarket. This was, this was my parents' farm. They're going to have to buy it. I need to sell it to a farmer. Inside the barn, though, Fletch, his, the ship that he, he, that he flew to earth in is kept under a, under, under a trap door in the barn.
1: Oh, is that what that is?
0: I think that's what that's supposed to be, yeah. But in all of the other Superman 80s films, it didn't look like that. It looked like a spaceship. It, that is just a green rock in the ground, really, isn't it?
1: So he flew there in a green rock?
0: Well, maybe he did in the eyes of Canon. So, yeah, that was under the ground. And while he's looking at the space rock and talking to his mum, she's like, "What? Well, you've got this one piece of uh, kryptonite left, just in case you're going to need it at the end of this film, right? I've, I've put it here. Stick that in your pocket.
1: Why does he have kryptonite? I thought he was weak against kryptonite.
0: Well, I don't know, because this, again, it doesn't follow the rest of the other films. He shouldn't have a green bit. How
1: does this work? So Superman's weak to kryptonite,
0: right? Yeah, but he's got some under his house that's a special bit that they've never mentioned before.
1: Isn't the planet he's from called Krypton?
0: Yeah, yeah. The green, the green one is the bad one. The, the red one makes him all angry. And then there's another one. There'll be people screaming. I'm assuming if people listen to this, they probably know what colour kryptonite goes on. The estate agent, while he's there, he's seen the cop with the hole in it from Superbaby. And he says, oh, why did you, Cla- um, Clark Kent's like, why don't you give these, uh, this baseball stuff to your, to your grandkids? He's like, I will do. But before we go, let's have a go at this. And of course, Fletch, is Clark Kent any good at sport?
1: Well, no, it appears not.
0: Yeah, he's fucking useless, isn't he? Absolutely useless. He misses it and he's like, you shit. Okay, I'll, I'll sort out the stuff about the farm. And he drives off. And when he drives off, Clark Kent then hits the baseball into space. Now, Lex Luthor, he wasn't in Superman 3, Fletch, because he got arrested and sent to Sing Sing in uh, Superman 2 for all the bad things he'd been doing for ages. Which is
1: the one with Richard Pryor in it.
0: That's the third one. He's not in that one.
1: Who's in that one?
0: Robert Wagner, I think. So it turns out since Lex Luthor has been sent down to Sing Sing, do you know where he is? Is he a a quarry in Milton Keynes breaking rocks in the hot sun because he fought the law and the the law won? (laughs) It's Gene Hackman. He's he's hatching a plan because he's Gene Hackman in in, (laughs) it. And the plan, Fletch, tell me what the the escape plan is. Can you remember what it was?
1: John Cryer turns up in a car and then locks the guards in his car. Uh, have you seen the Supergirl TV series? So, John Cryer plays Lex Luthor in that.
0: He does, yeah.
1: yeah. My ex watched it, but it was shit, so I didn't.
0: Well, there you go then. That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm yeah. I'm on a bit of a downer today, aren't I? Yeah, you are a bit. Come on, mate. I know it's uh, we know we're trapped inside, but what you you watched Superman 4 this afternoon?
1: I know, and it was it was really good.
0: It was really good, yeah. Alan from uh, Two and a Half Men turns up with his swanky stereo and then causes the car to fall into the, uh, the Milton Keynes quarry. He goes down to Rex rescue Uncle Lex because it's, uh, it's Lenny. It's, Lex Luthor's, uh, it's Lenny Luther. He says, look, Uncle Lex, have you got anything on your mind? And he says, I've got the same thing on my mind that I've been thinking about the whole time I've been in this hole in Milton Keynes. And they both say in unison, destroy Superman.
1: So what's he got against Superman?
0: Oh, he hates him, mate. Why? He hates him. Yeah, but why? They've been fighting like cat and dog for years. Yeah, but why? Oh, Because he's Superman, isn't he? I don't... He's a Superman, and Lex Luthor wants to be a Superman, but he's an evil man. It's your classic. It's It's your Batman and Joker. It's your Daredevil and Red Skull.
1: Captain America fought Red Skull. Daredevil fought Bullseye.
0: Lois Lane is on the subway, uh, <laughs> on the on the subway, which clearly is well, it is actually the London Tube station, and they've just stuck New York signs all over uh, all over the tube. And she's on the tube and she's learning to speak French. Clark, typical, misses the fucking train. The train driving on through the driving on through uh, New York City, on its way to Metropolis." Train driver just fucking drops dead right at the front, like. Ugh! falls over, slumps over the front. Superman, hears the cries of Lois Lane and uh, flies off down the pipe. <laughs> he flies down the pipe and it's got the one, they use like one special effect for Superman flying over and over again in this film. And they use it of him coming out of the, uh, coming out of the London Underground and then he puts his foot down and he, uh, he stops the train with uh, super magic and he says, look, look guys, I know this is really scary, but can I just assure you, that uh, this is the best way to travel, and he flies off. Clark Kent is late for work, and he's turned up for work. Nobody's there. They're all in, all in a meeting because a new fucking douche man, David Warfield, has taken over the Daily Planet. Lois Lane says, Regarde, because she's speaking French now, by the way. David Warfield to Clark Kent, and he says, David Warfield, the multimillionaire who owns all those sleazy sleazy tabloid newspapers and she says yeah and the daily planet now okay now he says the daily planet has made no money for three years and then his daughter pipes up lacy and the name of the game is making money ladies and gentlemen this is my daughter lacy now she clearly fancies clark kent i
1: mean
0: i mean yeah exactly He's, he's he's a hot he basically looks like superman she she holds up a newspaper and on the headlines it says the world is on the brink of terror and they're like it, actually mate the world isn't on the brink of terror is what uh, Clark Kent says do you think that's a bit irresponsible he says yeah but that's money that's it you get money from these sensational head head headlines Mr White the uh, the guy that's been running the paper since the fucking seventies he says I'm not gonna watch you turn this grand old lady into one of your news bimbos he's not happy. He's been there for years, mate. I think that's the, the first of what, well, he hasn't got many lines in this film. He just fucks off in the middle as well, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he literally just says, I'm fucking off. Lois says, excuse-moi. Clark Kent's like, what? Why do you keep speaking French? He says, oh, I forgot, didn't I tell you? There's an emergency ministers conference in Paris and I'm going over there, so I'm learning to speak the French. Lacey says, not so fast. All the trips have been cancelled. So you're not going to Paris. Get your Does, fucking shoes on.
1: Are you serious? Does all this dialogue happen?
0: Yeah. What a I've load of fluff. Yeah, there's loads. Of, I've cut it all down as well, obviously. This is from... Why are you
1: learning course. French, Lois? Oh, it's because I've got...
0: What's the fu- Yeah. <laughs> now, Clark's not happy with the, uh, you know, dishonesty. So he says the city depends on us. And we, we can't let them down. Lacey clearly fancies Clark Kent. She tells Lois about it, and Lois is like, well, to be honest, uh, you're a bit of a toff, and I don't think you'd be interested in anyone like you. And she says, what are you talking about, Bob? Men love me because I'm fucking rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she says, because I'm really very, very rich. Hang on, why is she doing it? Why is she caught blocking him? Because oh, she fancies him, doesn't she? It's Lois Lane. No, she if doesn't. He... On for years.
1: She shows zero interest in him in all of this film.
0: Well, she's just like Clark doesn't. He's not going to be interested in you. Do you know what I mean? With Miss Fancy Pants with his shiny lycra and your immaculate hair. He's not. He's not interested in things like that.
1: Was she wearing like, shiny lycra, Malachi?
0: Uh, she is at the dinner scene later on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, is. well spotted. And also in the gym. Oh, well. You are such a perv. I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. You asked me a question.
1: Yeah, because you're just like, she's wearing shiny stuff in this scene and in this scene. Did you timestamp it?
0: No, I didn't. There's no boobs. It's a Superman film. There's no boobs in a Superman film. Mr. Warfield brings up a good point to Kent, though. He's like, I'm going through the expenses here. Why are there no travel expenses for you? Whatsoever. (laughs) And he just says, I can't fly. I'm airsick. I'm definitely not Superman. Jimmy Olsen comes into the room and he's like, shut up, guys. The president's on the telly. Hopefully it's not bad news. And Mr. Warfield says the exact opposite and says, I hope it is good. I hope it's terrible news because we can sell papers on that. What an asshole. This is not what they wanted for the Daily Planet. It's become a news bimbo, Fletch. They all look at the television. The president is there looking sad and he says, because the summit has failed, we have no choice whatsoever but to join the nuclear arms race. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Basically, they're saying that nuclear war is on. It's all gone to shit. What are we going to do now? Cut to a classroom full of scared children, Fletch.
1: You know the president? Yeah. That's uh, Robert
0: Beatty. Was it? Who's that? What's he in?
1: Uh, he's, he's a classic actor. He's in uh, 2001 Space Odyssey, Odyssey, and he's in Where Eagles Dare. And this was the last film he did before he died.
0: Oh, well, at least... His he's...
1: final film before he died was Superman IV, A Quest for Peace.
0: <laughs> the Quest for Peace, Fletch. Come on.
1: Do you know what I found out today as well? What's that? You know, Gene Hattman? Mm-hmm. He's not
0: dead. Oh, no, he's not dead. He's not dead. Well, I didn't say he was. I just assumed he was dead. Why well, don't say that? He'll be Ooh. coming round. You heard you telling a story earlier on about he fought a man a few years ago. If he hears you on the fucking internet saying he's dead, he'll come round and kick you.
1: Like, he's 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 around. in. He must be in his nineties.
0: Well, exactly. He hasn't done a film for like twenty years. I don't know what the last film Gene Hackman did was. I don't know. I just thought he was dead. No, Fletch, he's not
1: dead. Do you know he's one of them really good actors who just stars in loads of shit films?
0: Yeah, is it like a Christopher Lee?
1: Yeah, like Christopher Lee and Dennis Hopper.
0: Yeah, like Dennis Hopper and uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy yeah, this
1: Lee- is uh, this is no French Connection, is it?
0: No, I mean you wouldn't find Patrick Stewart in a film like this, would you?
1: Wasn't he in like Star Trek?
0: Uh, yeah, and he was in Life Force actually, so you would. He was in a canon film that was uh, written by Toby Hooper. Nice. You would, yes, you would find him in a in a in a space sexy vampire space film. Have isn't you seen there? Green Room? Uh no, I haven't. No. He's a, isn't he a football hooligan in that?
1: No, he's um it's Nazi skinheads.
0: Oh, it's a mean, band same same thing. A, yeah. Yeah. It's a band on tour, isn't it? And they play at a venue that's full of skinheads.
1: Yeah, and they and the band are arseholes. right?
0: <laughs> I've and not The film's yet. really
1: good. They're proper dickheads. They go to this gig and they're like, "Oh shit, they're all Nazi skinheads." So they do a cover of Nazi punks, "Fuck off," because they are just arrogant dickheads. And then yeah. they end up uh, they end up in a fight for their life against the uh, murderous skinheads.
0: Oh, great! And, and their good.
1: leader is Captain Picard himself. <laughs> It's, well, it's actually properly good
0: i might look that <laughs> we should up have watched
1: that we should be talking about that
0: <laughs> so it cuts to a teacher and she's saying to a classroom of kids go look are you really worried about this i know this is a terrible thing because it's the 80s and everyone's terrified of nuclear war who'd have thought it'd be a virus that'd wipe us all out anyway so she says, what we'll do is we'll, get, uh, we'll, we'll write a letter to our Congress. And there's an arsy little kid at the back of the room. And he's like, that's a waste of time. It's like, what, mate? So that's a waste of time. I'm going to write a letter to Superman because he'll do something properly. And the kid is Jeremy. He's a right aggressive little arsy bastard. So he writes a letter to Superman. He says he's going to write a letter to Superman to get him to uh, sort out nuclear war, which is what actually happened to Christopher Reeve. You see what I mean? It's art imitating life, imitating art, Fletch. It's like Inception, with but with Superman, this is. Yeah. Yeah,
1: okay. Sorry, I
0: got distracted. What are you doing? Are you playing a game?
1: No. I'm facing the opposite direction from my telly.
0: Right, okay. So what are you doing then? What's distracting you?
1: Nothing, nothing. Bullshit. I've got a really good book in front of me, but I'm not reading it.
0: What? What is it?
1: Uh, it's Jerusalem by Alan Moore.
0: Right. He wrote. He's written loads of superheroes. He's written. He's written Superman things. Right. Oh, well, has,
1: has he? Yeah. I think so. Well, he wrote The Watchmen.
0: Exactly. There you go.
1: Yeah, but wasn't that wasn't that a parody of superheroes? Yeah. So so that <laughs> so it's not the same, is it? He called he called superhero comics white supremacy.
0: Oh, uh, just stop it. We're talking about Superman <clears throat> now and everyone loves Superman so much, Fletch. that they've got a Superman exhibition on in Milton Keynes and the main draw for this exhibition is a bit of Superman's hair holding up a 1000 pound weight. Why does everyone get so mad at me when I say I don't
1: like superheroes? Well,
0: it's just look, it You're bringing me down. It's Superman. (laughs) Everyone gets so angry. People, like, whenever I say I don't
1: like Marvel films or Star Wars films or anything by Disney, actually, people act like I'm going to come round the house and take all their DVDs off them. I'm not going to do that. I just don't like them. I
0: know you don't. It's just, you know, it's a very aggressive stance sometimes, Fletch.
1: It's not aggressive. Do you know what's aggressive? What you just did then. Everyone well, else is the everyone else is the problem, not me.
0: Yeah, well, okay. You sound, you know, you sound out like now. Who? Lex Luthor. Fletch. Good,
1: because he was played by Gene Hackman, and Gene Hackman's really tough and cool.
0: Well, he's hiding in the botanical gardens with Alan from. Uh, two have and you half. ever seen?
1: Have you ever seen Unforgiven? No. Absolute banger. All
0: right. I've seen the Philadelphia Experiment. The,
1: the quick th- and the dead. That's two Westerns for you. That's yeah. a Sam Raimi Western. Do you know how Sam Raimi has his Evil Dead car in every single film that he does? Yeah. He had it in this Western, mm-hmm. even though cars weren't invented yet.
0: How was the car in the Western?
1: He took the body off it and put a wagon, over, a wagon cover over it.
0: It's not really the same car then, is it?
1: Technically, the car was in the Western.
0: Well, that's just set dressing.
1: Yeah, but it's the car. You just didn't know it.
0: Okay, well, good stuff, Sam Raimi. He's a clever man for hiding a car under a blanket in a film. He's got a plan. Him and the two and a half men are going to steal this hair of Superman's that's hanging in the museum. They're going to create their own superhuman, a nuclear man, if you will, that he will be in total allegiance to Lex Luthor. He'll He'll be a slave to him, a superhuman slave. Sexy Lacey, back at the office, wants Clark Kent to do a sleazy nighttime column. And when he's coming into the office, she, she tries to look seductive on the desk. while well, just knocking all the stuff off. Sexy saxophone plays. That's how you know she's being s- seductive. This is like Clark Kent. Uh, I want you to do this thing about going out and drinking and partying because you're young, you're fit, you're single, you're Clark Kent. And he says, I'm always in bed by half ten, Bab. I'm not going out doing things, shenanigans at the Metro Club. And she's like, I'll, I'll do it with you. I'll help you because I want to go out drinking and I'll fancy you. And then Lois Lane interrupts the conversation. She comes in with a letter and she's like, oh, Clark Kent, I've got a letter here for you for Superman sent here care of me. Lacey says this, which is what we're all thinking. Superman gets post here, does he? Why he getting post here? Lacey cottons onto this and she's like, that is money. That is pure money. Like an evil little Vince McMahon. She's like, I'll put money on that charity. She's like, I'm going to make that kid a celebrity. Jeremy comes to meet Mr. Warfield at uh, Hotel Lobby in Milton Keynes. And he says, tell the world what you told me. And he says, I just wish that Superman had said yes. Oh, yeah, we didn't mention, by the way, Superman didn't reply to the letter, Fletch. He didn't reply to it.
1: I mean, it wouldn't have been odd.
0: Wouldn't have been odd, really, no. He was there. I mean, he could have just popped round. He could have done a space whisper or something, whatever he can do. I mean, he's got new powers in this. One of them, he can cook a duck perfectly with his eyes.
1: Yeah, he's always been able to do that. Laser eyes.
0: Mr. Woolford says, tell him what he said to me. And he said, I just wish Superman had said yes, because he's a nasty little bastard. He says it really loudly.
1: Is Superman the one with laser eyes?
0: Yeah, Superman's the one with laser eyes, yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Who's the one who talks to the fish?
0: Uh, That's Aquaman. Oh, That's uh, the fellow from uh, Game of Thrones.
1: Jim Broadbent?
0: Yeah, no, but Jim Broadbent is in this later on because he's a notorious Frenchman. Oh. Mm.
1: Have you ever watched The Weeknd? No, I haven't. A really good film with Jim Broadbent in.
0: Well, we're talking about a really good film with George, Jim Broadbent in now, Fletch, Superman 4. Come on, keep your head on the game. Okay. The headlines the next day, Superman tells child to drop dead.
1: Wow, that's some fake news in...
0: Because that's not what happened, is it? Well, I don't know. Well, it's not, maybe, well, it's, I, maybe
1: it's a deleted scene.
0: Clark is, like, super upset about this, obviously, because he's like, I didn't say that. I didn't say drop dead. Jimmy says, Phew, I can't wait to see the chief's reaction to this. The chief walks in and says, right, I've had enough in this film. I'm literally leaving now. And he just walks out of the film. Clark is super upset about it, or it about the headline and everything. Ed Lois says, look, Clark clark there's nothing you can do about it it's superman's decision at the end of the day and i'm sure he'll do the right thing he flies off to the fortress of solitude for guidance from the elders and uh, this is the point when you sent me a video of this film and said i'm lost i don't know what's happened is that where he was yeah in the fortress of solitude fletch what's that that's where superman hangs out superman's base
1: isn't it on the farm no what was he di- What's so what was on the farm?
0: The farm is the spaceship he fell to earth in as a space baby. Come on, Fletch. The little green rock thing, a little green rock thing. But that was a spaceship in the other films, but it's a canon film. So in this one, it's a green rock. So why doesn't he just put it in, put the green rock in his castle? Because he needs to go and speak to all the dead people in the solitude of the, the, the fortress of solitude.
1: Superman lives in the fortress of solitude.
0: The Fortress of Solitude. That's where he goes. That's his ice palace, where he goes to speak to all the dead people from uh, who go, Betrayed! Betrayed! Because he's saying, look, I know I'm not supposed to interfere with these earth monkeys, but they're fucking around with nuclear weapons. I've had, I've had a letter off a kid. He's fuming, and I just want to do something about it. And so I'm going to go and collect all the nuclear weapons, and they're like, whoa, you can't, because you're just a visitor. he lives in a palace no he visits the palace when he needs to have you not seen Superman 1 when he walks to, he eats snow as he's on the way for sustenance I think we've
1: established that I have not seen it
0: put it on no I'm
1: not gonna listen right I thought he's supposed to be really modest
0: yeah that's why he doesn't live that's why he lives in a farm that's why he lives on a shitty farm in Kansas doesn't lead, need to live in his ice palace he just goes there when he needs advice from the dead
1: wait so lois has never been to his house
0: lois he lives in a flat
1: yeah this is the first so, this is, okay so he's got a flat a farm and a fucking palace
0: yeah it's that is his, so that I mean,
1: is so unbelievably bourgeois
0: his parents lived at the farm his parents are dead god rest their souls they they raised a the space baby a space baby to become basically space Jesus and save the world
1: and he lives in a palace Jesus didn't live in a palace
0: He doesn't live in a palace he lives in a modest flat in the middle of in the middle of metropolis <laughs> he's got the castle for, for his, the castle's basically a phone mate it's just like Facebook for aliens
1: but it's a giant palace
0: it's a giant palace yeah that's insane speaking of his modest flat. He's back at his modest flat now, and it looks, you know, it looks okay. I mean, to be, to be honest, for Clark Kent, I'd, I'd expect him for something better. So he's a humble man. He's, he, he's a man of few needs. He needs a fire. He needs a TV. And he's watching the Russian news, and the Russian president gives exactly the same speech that the American president gave about half an hour previous in the film.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. That seems like there's a, lot of, uh, there's a lot of fluff in this film, isn't there? There is, yeah. I can physically feel myself growing older as I listen to you talk about it.
0: Lois comes around to see Clark, and he's, he's so wound up with all this nuclear nonsense, he's forgotten that they're supposed to be going out for dinner. And he's like, hang on a minute. Oh, I'll be ready in a minute. So, Can we go outside and get some fresh air? When they go outside to get some fresh air, he throws himself off the balcony, grabbing Lois. As far as she's concerned, they're plummeting to their death. As they're falling down, he turns into Superman, but leaves his glasses on and she's going, hang on, you're fucking Superman. Oh, fucking cranky. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were Superman. And they fly off and have a bit of, of an adventure flying around Milton Keynes for about 10 minutes. Why does this happen? Well, because he needs advice. He's like, Lois, I know I've only just told you that I'm Superman. And she says, look, I've always known you, Superman. You keep wiping my memory in all the films. And uh, but I I I basically discounting everything from the other films, from the proper films, because uh, yeah, I'm telling you, I've always known. Now, and uh, he's like, "Oh shit! Well, that's that's fuck that one then." So he blanks a memory, just leaves her on the balcony, staring upwards, in in the in the throes of a superhuman kiss. How does he, he do that? He does it because he's Superman. He, he wipes it, a memory. Yeah, memory wiping kiss is his. That's new... some
1: fucking gaslighting shit. That is. He just yeah, jumped he... off a building with her and made her think she was going to die.
0: And then he goes in and gets changed and he's like, what are Superman's you doing outside? Superman's an asshole. He goes in and gets changed and goes, what are you doing outside? we got to go. He's like, oh, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing outside. How long have I been here? I'm confused. Oh, yeah, God.
1: So... Could you imagine being in an abusive relationship with the most powerful being in the universe? Well, no. That must be terrifying. No wonder she knows, but she doesn't say anything about it.
0: Well, you wouldn't. He keeps would men
1: in black wiping her mind. Yeah. <laughs> so when you kiss him, it makes your memory go.
0: No, not all the time. But when he just, when he wants it to. There's a few superpowers he's got in this film that he hasn't had before. One, like I said before, perfect duck roasting. Yeah. No. Kissing, wiping memories. Just, just believe. Just believe. Let yourself in. Have faith yeah. in Superman. Do you know what I mean? Come on. Jeremy goes to the UN in America, and you can tell it's the UN in America, definitely not Milton Keynes train station, because he's eating hot dogs. There's a hot dog stand there. What is, there's nothing more Yankee Doodle Dandy than a hot dog, sir. There you Ooh, go.
1: I really want a chilli dog.
0: I would love a chilli dog. I like a corn dog. I like them on a stick. They're good. I've never had one. Oh, mate, they're really good. Yeah, it's just like a hot dog on a stick. Can you get them here? Yeah, you you can get them at the cinema and stuff like that. I'm sure you can.
1: No, I've never seen corndogs at the cinema.
0: Oh, not at the quad. They won't do corndogs at the quad, but I bet if you went to some big big one.
1: Do you think I only go to the quad?
0: Well, you watch art films, don't you? And you watch films with William Dafoe in them. No, I watch Superman
1: 4, A Quest for Peace.
0: The Quest for Peace, for Christ's sake.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: As Jeremy's having hot dog, Superman swoops down. And he's like, "Hi, Jeremy." Wasn't
1: Willem Dafoe in like loads of superhero films?
0: He was. He was the Green Goblin, wasn't he? Well, there you go. Yeah, he's eating the hot dog. Superman swoops down. He's like, "Hello, Jeremy. You're all right, mate." Jimmy Olsen, fancy seeing you here with your camera. And Jimmy Olsen says, "Oh wow, what a scoop!" And he says, "Would you like to take a walk with me?" And he walks into the UN as people from all nations fletch, applaud, Space Jesus. As he walks in to the to the UN, he tells little lads to wait upstairs because Lois and everyone's coming. They go, you sit and watch up there when I, when I change the world with my speech. So he goes into, the, uh, goes into the auditorium and he speaks to a lady that used to be in EastEnders. And, she, and he says, look. What the hell? The, the secretary, the main speaker, she was in EastEnders. I'm sure she was.
1: Who was she in EastEnders?
0: I don't fucking know. I just remember seeing her in EastEnders as a child.
1: Oh, are you joking
0: me? Yeah. And he says, she says, yeah, but you're going to need a sponsor if you're going to speak. And then everyone in the world puts up their hand and she says, that'll be fine. And he gives a He gives a speech, Fletch, about how he's going to rid the world of nuclear weapons because war is bad. Fletch, war is really, really bad. He says, this is my home, too, now. And I'm going to look after it and I am going to rid the world of nuclear weapons. And everyone goes, all right, Superman, one by one. America, fire, firing, like he's, he flies around picking up all the, sa- all the uh, missiles, basically. Ugh,
1: this how is do, saccharine.
0: How does he get rid of them, though, Fletch?
1: They all shoot the missiles into space. Yeah. It's so like, why didn't they just do that anyway? Why did they need fucking Space Jesus to come up and tell him to do
0: it? Because he collects all of the bombs up and he puts them in the net and he chucks it in the sun and it explodes. The problems with throwing nuclear weapons into the sun itself is not ideal, really, is it?
1: What would happen if you (laughs) threw nuclear weapons into the sun?
0: Well, I don't know. It's going to have some serious repercussions, really. Well, I I tell you what, let's ask Google.
1: Nothing. It's sort of constantly nuking itself. Oh,
0: Oh, right. So there you go, then. That's the best place to put them. Superman, he knows what he's doing. Space Jesus. Lex Luthor is having a gangster meeting. With uh, warlords from around the world, one of which is uh, Jim Broadbent playing a, a French, an evil Frenchman. Oh my God! She was Dev Patel's mum. There you go, Dev Patel, Dev's Dev's mum, Dev's mum.
1: Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the the gangsters, the, the the warlords are Jim Broadbent as a bad Frenchman. There's a fella from Last of the Summer Wine who is the the mad Russian. And uh, the American guy, from Indi- he's, he's from Indiana Jones, and his overacting is fucking amazing. And uh, Lex Luthor turns up with two, two MILFs, Trixie and Dixie, talks to the warmongers. I, Lex Luthor, the greatest criminal mind of, of the modern era, have discovered a way to destroy Superman. Behold, my unscrupulous friends. And he opens the blinds. To reveal the sun. And the American guy goes. Shut those blinds. The sun is in my eyes. (laughs) And he says exactly. The sun is nothing more than a nuclear bomb. And it could destroy the average man. But he is Superman. He is not an average man. It's in his fucking name. He is a superman." And He's like right I've got a plan guys. The plan is. I've got Superman's hair. And I'm going to put it. In a change box. On the God. side of a missile. <laughs> that, feel, that feels like it happened so
1: long ago. I know.
0: And they put it on a change box. So they put like, yeah, they put a bit of genetic stew, as they call it, uh, on the side, on the side of, a, of, a, of a missile and fire it into space. And then Superman sees this <sighs> and he chucks it into the sun, thus wow. creating Nuclear Man, who was then born in space, like in uh, 2001. <laughs> from, from a space embryo. And uh, also, I forgot to mention, in the uh, little change box, they put a bit of Superman's hair and a bit of costume material so he could make his costume when he turned into nuclear man in space.
1: I'm really glad that they explained that.
0: Yeah. Clark is in the gym with, uh, with Lacey. Lacey now in full spandex. Thumbs up he's fucking useless in the gym, absolutely useless in the gym. There's a there's a douchey gym guy there, Paul, and he can't lift, Clark's just rubbish in the gym, that's all you need to know.
1: What, but no, hang on, they're doing aerobics and he's all like, oh God, I can't do it, my back hurts, and he's just being absolutely rubbish. Yeah, now, it's rubbish. I get, right, I get that he's pretending to be a normal dude, but yeah. he's, I think he's over committing to this a bit, don't you think?
0: Yeah, he's terrible. He's, he's absolutely useless at everything. Does he
1: think that if he's good at aerobics, people will be like, hang on, he's just got a normal fitness level. He must be space Jesus.
0: He must be from space, obviously. Just because he can do
1: aerobics. like loads. Of... There's other people in that room doing aerobics fine.
0: Normally, just fine. No
1: one's accusing them of being
0: Superman. Oh, he's just a klutz, mate. He's got two left feet. He's useless. Yeah, but he doesn't, yeah. though. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> I just, I just, this is where we get get an awakening from Lacey as well, because obviously the douchey guy in the gym's picking on Clark because he's a fucking doofus. And she says, Geez, what a jerk. I guess a lot of people I know are jerks. I bet that's why this is the actual line as well. Geez, what a jerk. I guess a lot of people I know are jerks. I bet that's what you think about me. You think I'm a jerk. That's why you're, that's why you're avoiding me. So now she's got a conscious conscience fletch and he says no bab i'm just busy really i'm really busy because i'm i'm actually superman she says hang on a minute yeah lois is i've just had an idea lois is meeting superman to do an interview about oh my this god piece. This... <laughs> so why don't you come along to the hotel and we'll make it a foursome this um... is so this is just so much fluff
1: are you serious yeah. with this yeah we like, we we'll have a, we'll go have to a... do the there's a fucking nuclear man. He's there now. Just go and fight him.
0: Well, Nuclear Man is on his way to Lex's lair. While Lex is waiting for Nuclear Man to, to, to turn up at his lair, he's dancing with an old-timey French lady, which makes no fucking sense. Alan from Two, Alan from two and a Half Men is now play, is playing NES with Robbie the Robot, which is pretty cool. There's a deep 80s synth to show us that the bad guy is arriving. And he arrives. Nuclear Man materialises... In front of them. He's beautiful. Welcome home. Your father is happy to see you, says Lex Luther, And he walks towards Nuclear Man and he raises a finger. And uh, Nuclear Man lights the cigar. And he's, uh, Lex Luthor explains that the reason he can light a cigar is because he's full of the heat from the sun. Now, oh, what does Nuclear Man look like, though, Fletch? He's a, he's a, he's a hunk of a man, is he not?
1: Yeah, he's got very long nails.
0: Very long. I think that's his main baddie point in it. He's got wow. long names and he's also got the voice of Gene Hackman.
1: Do you reckon that's because the actual actor is from Leeds?
0: Probably, yeah.
1: Because yeah. he's a Yorkshireman.
0: And it, it, What? Because they be going, "Ay, hey, all right, bab.
1: Yeah. The so, world is not ready for Yorkshire superheroes. No, no. Why, why, why not, though? We need, we need a Yorkshire superhero.
0: We do, we do. We need to get on it. (laughs) Lex Luthor says, I'm a genius. And then in the same voice, Nuclear Man says, you are nothing. I am the father now. Lex Luthor says, just remember I made you. You are just an experiment. Two and a half men says, yeah, you're an experiment, freako. So Nuclear Man spins him round in the air. He says loads of eighties douchey things. He's just so such an ace eighties douchey kid. Lex Luthor. I made you so I can destroy you, destroy, destroy Superman now. He says, no, not quite yet. I mean, you, you come over here. He says, come over here, nuclear man. And he walks out of the sunlight into the shade and he powers down <laughs> because he can't operate if he's not in the direct sunlight at all, which is, you know, quite a flaw for a supervillain. And then after that, you get the double date, the uh, the uh Lois, Lois and Superman, Lacey and Clark, Faulty Towers-esque double date scenario that goes on for about ten minutes, which is them just going in and out and in and out like that. Uh, Superman cooks a duck perfectly with his eyes in this section, but you pretty much know what to expect. What happens there? And we also learn at this point that Superman can press doorbells with his mind to confuse women that he's uh, basically lying to.
1: He's a bit of a bell end, isn't he? He is a bit of a bell end. Yeah. I saw this comic book with him in where he proposes to Lois Lane. She says no, because, you know, she's a driven career woman. So he jumps off a building dressed as Clark Kent, pretends to commit
0: suicide. Just to get her back.
1: Yeah. He's basically, if you gave a horrible jock superpowers.
0: He has to leave the double date because whilst he's he's in the kitchen, uh, a high-pitched scream rings in the ears of Superman. And Lex Luthor has worked out a frequency that he only he has worked out that he can speak to Superman on massive screens all over the city. And he tells Superman, you need to get over here because I'm going to blow this building up. He flies over to the building. He's not going to blow it up because it's Lex's fucking lair. And this is where you get the, the king of sass-offs between Lex Luthor and Superman. They face off and they sass off Alan calls him the Dude of Steel. He's like, oh, the Dude of Steel. Boy, you're going to get it. That's how he talks for the whole fucking film. It's infuriating. And Lex Luthor's like giving it, giving it the big one when Superman turns up and Super says, never mind that. Never mind the small talk, Luthor. I've got a lot to do. What are you up to? And he says, like, Superman, you need to relax. You need to get a pet. Relax, get a puppy, something like that. You know." Does he really like, say all this? Yeah, he does. And, and, and Superman's response is, it's common knowledge that you hate children and animals. What are you doing here in Metropolis with his hands on his hips? He asks Lex Luthor. And Luke's, Lex Luthor says, I want to be the first person to introduce you to the new kid on the block. Bam! Nuclear man. Nuclear Did you man. Know?
1: Did yeah. you know this film got shitloads cut out of it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Tons of it. And there's still is... a load of fucking faff in it. <laughs> Superman says, You've already broken the rules of man, and now you've broken the rules of nature, too. I can only assume that you hid some kind of device in a missile that I hurled into the sun. Lex Luthor says, I want to propose a toast to the nice guy. Oh, the my na- God,
1: just get on with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, about to finish last, Jesus. And they have a, f- like, Nuclear Man roars, and the fight is on. Yeah, Superman and Nuclear Man have a massive fight. They fall off a balcony. The special effects are just fucking appalling. They fall into the ground. They end up in space. They fly into space. They're fighting in space. They end up in a Great Wall of China. They blow the Great Wall of China up, but Superman puts it back together with his eyes because that's part of his powers in this film.
1: He was supposed to like fly around really quickly and build it back up. right? But that would just take a lot of time and money, so they just invented a new power for him so that the wall could just... They could just play the footage in reverse and have it just come back together.
0: Whilst they're fighting in space, Nuclear Man freezes Superman in ice. He flies down uh, into Italy, into a volcano, fucks up a village. Superman wakes up, goes down, saves the village. Arrivederci. They have another fight in space. The fight ends up by the Statue of Liberty. Nuclear Man steals the Statue of Liberty. Jesus Christ. Superman gets it back. It just goes on for fucking ages. And everyone thinks Superman is dead because he's, he's been smashed into the fucking moon and his, his cape flies off. Lois ends up getting his cape. This is basically the end of the film, really, isn't it? He gets his cape back. Lois goes to see Clark because he's not turned up for war, work and he's basically going to get sat. So she goes to see him at home. He's there. He's feeling like shit because he's just had a fight space with Nuclear Man. So she gives him his cape back because she knows he's Superman because the forgetful kiss from earlier on didn't work. And she still knows he's Superman. So he oh. flies off and fights him. And uh, the way that he beats him is that he pushes the moon in front of the sun to cause a total eclipse. And he just stops working. So he chucks him in a power plant, puts him in a lift and sticks him on the moon. That's how he gets to the moon. But then he, Do you know uh, that,
1: moon, that moon bit was an absolute debacle? Mm. The guy who plays Radioactive Man or whatever he's called, he breaks his foot and there was a stuntman who injured himself so badly it ended his career. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was an absolute disaster, that moon scene.
0: I mean, that's basically it. He he causes a total eclipse of the sun.
1: So after he puts him in the fucking lift on the moon, the sun just shines on him and he comes back out. Yeah. And then he goes after the girl.
0: Yes, that's it. He goes after the girl. And, and for some uh,
1: reason, he knows who she is because there was two nuclear men. So originally they and they filmed all of this, but it got cut out entirely. There right. was a first nuclear man who comes out and Superman beats him easily.
0: Mm.
1: So Lex makes another one that's new and improved, which is the one we see in the film.
0: Right. And
1: he, uh, the first one was infatuated by her. So when the second one comes, he can remember her. So he goes straight for her. That's why it seems like for some reason he's just like he's after her and we don't really know why. It's because there was a whole, whole a nuclear man that Superman beats that got completely <clears> cut <throat> out. Like the guy who what? played him completely cut out of the film.
0: Oh, So it was a different person playing him as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. That's basically it. Superman defeats him with the power of the eclipse, uh, throws him into a power station and then goes and gives a speech about how I've sorted it all out now. That's it. That's the end of it. Oh, and he drops Lex Luthor and his nephew back off at the quarry in Milton Keynes. So, Fletch, did you enjoy Superman 4?
1: Oh, so much. So much. Please, <laughs> can we do more Superman films in future?
0: Yeah, no. No, I don't think we will. I don't. No? This is again, another another one. Of, oh, no, we, we have got, I think we've got, like, the Turkish Superman musical. <laughs> Somewhere. (laughs) What?
1: That sounds awesome.
0: But yeah, like we said, we have to do a classic every now and again. There's a classic one. We've done a few. You call this a classic? It's a classic.
1: Yeah. I mean. That was the first time you heard your dad swear.
0: This was the first time I heard my dad swear, yeah, from watching this film, yeah. Mm.
1: Dad's right. Do you know the first time my dad met my friends? He pulled his beard over his mouth and stuck his tongue through it and told my friends that that's what muff diving looks from the other side.
0: Oh, good old dad. So stars then for Space Jesus Fletch.
1: Oh, f- how fucking there, f- yeah,
0: yeah. You're not bothered yes. about this one. We've done another can of film. Thank you for joining us. It was it's been fucking weird doing this over Skype, if I'm honest. Yeah, uh, so I've, 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 I've really
1: enjoyed it. I've um, <laughs> I've got a lot of stuff done while you were talking.
0: Right, I bet you did. That's the fucking point as well. It's me just talking and you totally ignoring me. <laughs>
1: I had fun today.
0: Well, there we go. That was, that was an experiment. It probably sounds like a fucking disaster. Hopefully, we won't have to do any more like this. We can do them face to face soon.
1: I don't think so. Why? Mate, this is going to go on for like weeks.
0: Donald Trump said that he wants America to go back to work like Monday, yesterday. He said he wanted people back yesterday.
1: Yeah, and you know what? They have more cases than China now.
0: Yeah, well, Donald Trump says they're doing fine. Yeah. At least we're not there. At They're least
1: going we're... to have the most cases.
0: Yeah. So, and on that optimistic end.
1: We're all going to die.
0: And we'll see you next time on Super Tap Film Club. And you see, you don't tug on Superman's cape You don't
1: speed into the wind. You don't pull a mask off at all long range, around you don't mess around with Jim Buddhism.